Hey, Jen Banks here. This is the podcast A is for Adversity, and I'm going to talk about being more intentional about our thoughts and our goals so we can make our lives happen instead of letting life happen to us. This is episode number 11, Judgment. The sponsor for this episode is The Rustic Touch. She not only makes amazing custom artwork, but she also makes custom furniture. Check her out on Instagram or Facebook and order a beautiful piece today. You will not regret it. I have plans to order at least two more pieces in the very near future. This episode, at least the beginning of it, goes along with the family and friends episode. When we judge others, it's because we think that they should or shouldn't be a certain way. It's interesting because... In our minds, we think there's a wrong way or a right way to do something. But of course, those are just thoughts and opinions, and we're all very different. And so there really is no right way or wrong way to do something. For example, if your husband takes out the trash, but he doesn't put a new bag in, just be happy that he took the trash out. Don't judge him or be upset that he didn't put a bag in. Just be grateful that he did it the way he knew how and that he did something. Many of us know that judgment is a safety mechanism. We need it as humans to make judgments of ideas, situations, and people at certain times. And this has to do with our lower brain and our higher brain. Our lower brain is more primitive. That's the part that's trying to keep us alive, and we need to make those judgments to keep us safe. However, we aren't hunting or being chased by lions and tigers, so... Most of this comes down to emotional safety, but in each instance, we can use our higher brain to recognize when it's important and when it's not. There's a quote by Zig Ziglar that says, some people find fault like there's a reward for it. In the case of our emotional safety, we can follow the counsel in Matthew 7, 15, 16. By their fruits ye shall know them. Of course, we want to spend our time around people that will lift us up and help us be our best selves. So we need to make those judgments of the people that we want to keep close to us in our lives, but we don't need to judge random strangers or criticize the way that people are. When we judge others, it's not us at our best selves. We know when we are being our best and when we have fallen short. There's another quote that says, don't judge me because I sin differently than you. Making mistakes is part of the human experience, and we all make them. Regardless of what they look like, a sin is a sin. Before I became a mother, and even now sometimes, I tend to judge mothers for the amount of screen time that they give their children. I used to say that I wouldn't let my children have any screen time until they were three years old. Well, Shortly after my son turned two, COVID happened, and we started introducing songs on YouTube, and that grew a little bit more to help us keep our sanity at being cooped up inside all the time, and obviously I have no room to judge. If we apply this to the self-coaching model, we see that judging others only punishes us, not the other person. I'll explain this in a minute using an example, but really it comes down to the judgmental thoughts create negative feelings for ourselves. So using CTFAR, the circumstance could be there's a woman in line and she gives her phone to her toddler. Our thought could be she shouldn't do that. That would lead to feelings of moral disgust, pity, anger, sadness, 
contempt. Jody Moore would call this expectation pain because we expect the other person not to do a certain thing. This could lead to us walking away, bottling it up and not processing our emotions, maybe a facial expression, and our result would be toxic behavior, more judgment, discrimination, become closed off from the public. Not very fun. By judging others, we don't cause them any of this pain or negative emotion. It's all happening within inside ourselves. I want to pause here and take a moment to explain that I don't want us to become perfect robots. I know there are times that we're supposed to feel the range of emotions and we're not supposed to be happy all the time. What it looks like to get really good at feeling our emotions is just processing them, letting them flow through our body, understanding ourselves a little bit better and moving forward in the ways that we want to showing up as our best selves in the world and not judging ourselves for feeling certain emotions. I've heard before that we see others' lives in snapshot moments. The highlight reel is a good way to describe it that I've heard many times. We look at others' lives and we think that we have a good picture of what their whole life is when really it's just a snapshot. This is true of mistakes as well. Everybody has a mistake reel. We don't know We could just be witnessing somebody not at their best, and it would be unfair to use that to judge the rest of their life. Just assume that people are doing the best that they can. That's the thought I would offer to you in these situations. Switching gears a little bit, I'm going to talk more about inward judgment instead of outward judgment. There's a lie that we tell ourselves, and this is, I don't know. There are times when we really just need to use our judgment to make our best guess and move forward. When people are asking advice of others, they often say, what should I do? They want to know X, Y, Z, what are the steps I should follow to get a certain result? That's where a life coach can come in. We work a few steps backwards on our thoughts and the thoughts that can lead you to the certain results that you want. Remember, it's not your circumstance that makes you happy. It's the thoughts that you have about it. And there's no judgment here in my coaching program. I am here to hold space for you. A lot of times we just need another person to bounce ideas off of and to help us work through things, gain extra perspective. I'm here for you. I really learned to hold the space for other people on my mission. I was filled with love and that only comes from the spirit of God. Sign up for a mini session and see how this could work in your life. There will no doubt be times that we experience a lack of judgment. So I'm going to share a personal example of this. For all we knew, my husband and I were the last two people on the earth. There were no signs of life anywhere. We were in the middle of Montana and we were on our way home from a road trip. Down I-15, there are gas stations every mile. So we thought nothing of it when our tank was getting close to empty and we saw on our display how many miles we had left and we're like oh yeah we could wait a little while well pretty soon we realized that we weren't seeing any more gas stations all we saw was the wide open world and the fear started to creep in we looked up the nearest gas station only to find out that we had lost cell service our families were hours away and with little hope we kept driving we prayed like we've never prayed before and kept our eyes peeled for anything that looked like relief and rescue. 
It was only a matter of time before our gaslight came on, signaling a real emergency. We pulled over to the side of the road and contemplated what to do next. We decided to drive a little bit further, and pretty soon we saw a construction site. There was a little building, and so we went and knocked on the door, but there was no answer. I was close to tears at this point, and we were feeling rather sheepish. We were the grasshopper who had not saved enough food for winter. We were the student who did not prepare very well for the final exam. We were the desert animal in search for water. We were walking back to our car, and a man appeared from behind a construction vehicle. It was like manna from heaven. We talked to him, and he told us that a few miles down the road, there was an exit that was unmarked that had a single pump gas station. Just seeing and conversing with another person who knew the area helped us feel like we were no longer alone. Spencer W. Kimball says, God does notice us and he watches over us, but it is usually through another person that he meets our needs. It was our modern day miracle and our prayer was definitely answered that day. Your weekly wisdom is this, to be little is to be little. Tune in again next week.